What's up, Internet? Welcome to On the Screen, the monthly podcast where we discuss a variety of topics revolving around the media we consume on a screen. I'm Tomato Man from Yield Tomato Gaming on YouTube, and joining us this month is the Geek Scorpio from Gaming Theater Presents on YouTube. Hi, everybody. Zombie Hand, also from Gaming Theater Presents. Hello. And Yield Man, a longtime friend and gaming family man. That's me. And today, we are experiencing some sequel shock as we talk about Resident mm-hmm. Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6. Ooh. I played those, so I can say words. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I know that Chicho hasn't played extensively 6, but I know he has experience with it. And uh, personally, uh, me and him absolutely beat the ever-loving crap out of that game uh, immediately upon its release. So, <laughs> I, uh, I played 6 once, and I have played... The shit out of five. Rightfully so. I'm it's with so the same fun. boat as uh, a zombie hand. Um, played the crud out of uh, five, but six I only did one playthrough, and then I stopped partway through. But I'll get to that later. Right. So who wants to start with uh, this? The, the the concept here is that we're going to be discussing the reasons why we believe there was a divisive. Um, Ooh, I have opinions already. Right? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, why there was, you know, a, let's, let's call it a, um, a tussle amongst fans and critics even. Uh, if you look at the, okay. the Metacritic on some of these, um, for Resident Evil 5, you're looking at an average score of, you know, 84 from the critic and 75 from the fans. And then That's six. Generally you, well received. Right. And, and, you know, rightfully so. But then you move on to six, and we've got a score of 74 by the critic and 56 from the user. <laughs> now, those are, like, okay. the the 10%, the, the 10 drop um, from the critic is like, you know, okay. Um, you also don't have as, mu- as wide of a range of critics on this, too, mind you. Uh, five, you have, like, 70 critic reviews, and then you have 34 for six. And then when you oh, look uh, at the... Yeah, but then you look at the user review, and it's radically skewed differently. You've got 1,400 on 6, and 800 on 5. People had opinions. Yeah, people had very strong words about about 6, and I can see both sides of it, personally. Okay. Um, I have my own opinions about this game, uh, about 6, and about 5. And I know that uh, a lot of people would either think I am totally on point, and then there's also a lot of people who would think that I am a scrub and need to go die in a fire. Uh, yeah, I, I have like, opinions. I feel like I'm going to um, be like a little bit, have a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but only for part of it. But Leo, uh, you go ahead. Okay, I think the best way to to approach five and six, uh, because. I have those opinions, um, is to understand sort of where they came from, uh, specifically four, and probably as far back as, like, one, and just a quick synopsis of how those ones go. 
as I hear some judgment in the back. I was gonna say, boy, <laughs> no, I hear. I just, no, it's not judgment. It's just I have so many opinions that oh I'm like, God, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if I can not interrupt. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm gonna mute myself so I don't do that. So Leo, let, go ahead. Let, let, let's uh, start by. Uh, do we want to tackle this uh, in like segments, like regarding story, gameplay? and characters or do we want to just be like well this this is just this one just is better like how do we want to so, um, or do we want to go game by game for, uh, i think you need to go game by game but you kind of because of how six works out you kind of have to understand where part of the series is coming from same with uh five yeah um, it's an evolutionary thing for the series for sure yeah so like Let's take um, RE1, because most of the RE's 1 through 3 and and Code Veronica are all done roughly about the same style. Mm -hmm. They're all the original survival horror games. Um, yeah, especially with RE1, you went into an area, in this case a mansion for RE1, or the city for RE2 and 3. And you were limited on supplies, You were limited, and you had to ration your weapons and gear. And keep in mind, this is one of the granddaddies of uh, survival horror games, or at least the epitome of them. And you would travel through trying to solve a series of puzzles and with slight jump scares coming at you and uh, probably some weird designed tank controls in order to allow you to run through the uh, through the game. And there were a couple of boss fights through there that were really tough, but a lot of it has to deal with some of the management for it. Then you move on from one, from those that style of game into four. Um, Four, I'd like somebody else to take a handle on, just because I haven't played all, enough of four to give it a good go. Oh, boy. Just a quick jump. <laughs> so. A quick jump. There's a lot you can say about four, because it's a it, pretty big game. Yeah, the, the thing to keep in mind, too, here is that it, it, this was broken down recently for me, and it makes a lot of sense when you consider this. Um, when you look at the main numbered games, they're doing them in trilogies. You've got the true-to-form horror trilogy which would be one two and three and then you've got uh the more recent games like uh seven eight and then most likely nine which are going to be first person horror experiences and then you've also got the middle child which is the uh four five and six which are very clearly action horror like that is the forefront of these and um i mean Leo, you said you uh, you don't have as much experience with four. I don't know what Liz's experience with four is, but I know that uh, mine and Yield Man's is uh, pretty extensive here. So, like one through three, I beat it. Code Veronica didn't get a chance to play, unfortunately. Um, and we don't count the spinoffs like for this purpose intent. Oh no, uh, no, because again, these are trilogies here. Right. So one through three, it was all designed as a survival horror type of game. Um. Whereas four becomes radically more of an adventure type of gameplay, it's when the style radically changes for for the gameplay. Right. And uh, rather than, and it's a much more action oriented game versus um, more of a survival horror. You have certain aspects that you didn't have before. Um, for example, the knife was considered uh, try to, uh, for, especially for new players. Do not use the knife if you can avoid it because it did so little damage. Yeah, the knife, uh, the knife was crap in the original three games. Mm -hmm. But on four, on the other hand, 
melee was an option. And in certain spots, you can get special, like, um, quick time kill events, I think. Is, that's what that was. Uh, yeah, there, there are um, quick kills that you can do, not necessarily with the knife, but they do have, um, they do, you can use those to trigger suplex. the events. Exactly, yeah, the suplex. Uh, and then you also had certain bosses that took insane modifier damage from the knife. So, like, um, the Krauser fight, you could literally destroy Krauser with the knife and, like, virtually take no damage. Which I had a picture of, um, like, the push A to suplex. Oh, God, yeah, it's one of the best ones. But, Mm -hmm. um... But, my point being is that ammo wasn't a scarcity for as much as it was in the original one. If you didn't have enough ammo at all in RE1, there is a point where RE1 becomes nigh unbeatable. Well, yeah, yeah. RE1, 2, and 3 always had this sort of uh, fight-or-flight system built into it. Was it worth it to more fight your way through the that one or two zombies that are on there? Or save... Uh, so that way you don't have to deal with them as much? Like in the Jill image that I have there. Or was it better off to just avoid the fight and save your ammo for something something uh, better? Whereas in RE4, um, you pretty much fought everyone. Yeah. Um, the knife in the first Not three games... Not true... sorry no you're not wrong it's i mean you can there's a lot of enemies you can just bypass you can just run to the door and you're good (laughs) well and like my sister and i played it together and there was there were times when we literally had to um like we got probably like a solid halfway through the game and (laughs) thank you chicho for that awesome picture hell yeah (laughs) of um, of Claire suplexing the shit out of Leon. Sorry, did not mean to disrupt the train of thought. No, that's perfect. okay. It, close enough. <laughs> Hashtag um, worth it. So my sister and I, um, we got about halfway through the game, and we got to a point where we could not, like, we were out of ammo, or not out of ammo, but we didn't have enough ammo, and then we couldn't get past the next part no matter how many times we tried. And this was before we realized that you should have multiple saves. Oh, save so we had now. to. Yeah, Is so this we RE4 had to. We're talking about? Yes, Leo. <laughs> so Whoa. we had to. I'm sorry. I've just I've been trying to get this thought out. Um, and we had to go and completely restart the game. Oh, no. that's rough. Yeah, yeah, because we did not have. We just didn't have enough ammo to go through it so we ended up replaying it um also i replayed it i replayed the beginning several times because that was my memory my memory card corrupted Oof. the first few times now is this gamecube or ps2 i'm sorry uh ps2 my game or my my i it had been working perfectly and then uh re2 corrupted it and lost a lot of really good save data on there Rest um, in peace. But yeah, that's that's when I learned multiple save files. <laughs> so anyway, that was my sort of tangent about um, you didn't get, at least on like a normal difficulty, I guess, you didn't get so much ammo that you couldn't or that you could fight everybody. Like you still did. You still had some ammo con- conservation that you had to do. Oh, OK. OK. But OK, you played one through oh, three. Is it as bad as, like, 1 was, or some of the earlier? No way. No. Yeah, uh, in in the uh, more action-oriented series, uh, they definitely 
front-loaded you with ammunition because the idea was not so much to um, scare you in the effect of, oh, this is one enemy that's difficult to kill. It was more a matter of their strength and numbers, and you are very much outnumbered, and that thought alone is terrifying. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that that is a really good point because I, I have, I don't know, like, in my <laughs> adult years, I guess, um, <laughs> I've kind of come to realize that I don't, that I think that the real fear that comes from the, like, zero, one, two, three in Code Veronica really isn't, like, it is, like, the numbers, you know, the you and your five bullets against how you don't even know how many zombies in this mansion and then when you get down below into like the labs and stuff because i think if you were given a smidge more ammo i don't think that the original ones would be all that scary i mean you've got the occasional jump scare yeah but i don't really think it's not and especially like i mean i think the remake re1 remake um has really good atmosphere but like the ogs definitely show their age <laughs> yeah I mean, oh no um the, the that's super is... scary bright bright open area that nothing's happening in. oh yeah <laughs> yeah the, the sad truth is that um a lot of the stuff in that era um without the tint of nostalgia goggles are kind of hard to um suggest to people today which is really unfortunate yeah well, and that's why I I feel better. I, although I don't really ever feel like 3 OG or Remake were actually that scary. I feel like that was actually kind of a little bit more in the action element. Yes. Um, But that's why I feel better recommending the remakes, which is blasphemous because they're not the OGs. And I know that the OGs did things differently and to some degree better, like the Leon Claire AB scenarios. Um, but they have really good atmosphere. They have really good gameplay. And I know people are like real mad about like the clock tower and three or whatever, but I'm also going to put it out there. I have, this is going to be coming from somebody who has like zero nostalgia for the OG three, <laughs> but has played the shit out of the remake. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I can't have much of an opinion on the OG three because I, I don't care about it. <laughs> Blasphemy. Yeah. But, yes. So, um, 4 goes into a much more action-oriented system where 3s are done as a... The first 3 are done as a um, uh, survival horror. And if you look at the original, you know, polygons and uh, type of art versus the more smoother remakes and such, different styles at the time. So then you move on to 5 and 6. And now we can explain where these ones because five took some liberties and gave you it's so how do i want to say it so to gave you some things that you didn't have before probably the biggest change five is co-op that's true actually mm -hmm. uh five and six were were heavily pushing the multiplayer element and four that was completely absent but which i guess that makes this a little bit more of a um like a fair comparison because both of these games had like were designed with co-op in mind when you really take a look at it um i guess mm -hmm. we can actually question that well, who what do we think was which one of these do we believe did the co-op better 
Hmm. That's a rough <laughs> call on that one. I disagree, but it's because, like, so, and I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't think very ill of six. It's not my favorite <laughs> by any stretch. Um, like, like I have, I have some unpopular opinions about six. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. Also, I think Leon's campaign, which everybody touts as like the one you should play, I think is the worst <laughs> in that's, the game. That's the opinion. I think you and I would probably have a very, uh, we might be button heads a bit on. Uh, <laughs> you so- know, and I totally, I can understand it. I like, and, and it's not because I hate Leon or whatever. And I, I, I actually like, he's one of obviously the best characters, but like, I just feel, I, th- I think that Leon's campaign really lost me when you had to fight Simmons 15 times. And I was like, I hate this, <laughs> um, <No>. but I also <laughs> feel like it didn't really do the, I don't know. I, and again, I haven't played it like literally since it came out, but I remember playing the game and just feeling very underwhelmed by Leon's campaign. Um, I actually thought Jake and Sherry's was the best. Interesting. That That's a yeah. very interesting opinion to have. Yeah. I just thought that it had, it was um, a lot more fun. It was a lot more um, interesting. I liked Sherry as a character. Um, I have like mixed opinions about Jake. I think he's a fine character, but I do not like that. They decided to make him Wesker's son because what does that, what does that do? What is that? Um, like, I get it. Whatever. You killed my dad. Well, okay, Jake, now you're having a really weird emo moment. You never met your dad. Shut up. Yeah. Anyway, I I actually think that their campaign was my favorite. And personally, in my opinion, I think the strongest. But going back to purely just the gameplay of the co-op. Um, so five, I think, is the is the more fun game to play. I think that if I had to choose between five and six, I'd probably pick five because I love Chris and Sheva. I love the setting. I love all of the levels. My cousin and I played the shit out of five, like so much. It's one of my favorites, but as with most sequels, I'm not going to lay a blanket statement and say all, but as with most sequels, you kind of learn from like from feedback um, what you can do better. And so a lot of people, um, I mean, I guess that that's going to get a little tangential about like <laughs> moving while you shoot, but even then it's not even like a fun move while you shoot. It's like a, it's like a shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Um, like even when they did like, that in outbreak, it was like, Oh, you can move and shoot. Yeah. But no one's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like, Six really integrated the co-op puzzles better because like in five, there's no real segments where outside of a few doors that you have to have both Chris and Sheva um, to solve a puzzle. And there are times like I remember one with Leon and Helena where you get you enter like, I don't know, like a mausoleum or some shit. I don't yeah, remember. It, it, it's uh, and, a church, I believe. Yeah. And you have to do. Um, if you use the laser sights on your guns and reflect them off of mirrors, but you have to like communicate with your partner. Yeah, you to both explain, have to do like, it. Yeah, and I feel like that was kind of it throughout the whole game, was it was a little bit more engaging. So whereas like in five, the most I ever had to do was tell my cousin, Oh, 
can you come heal me or <laughs> um or you know can i get some ammo or something like that like that was kind of the extent of it or my cousin telling me to get out of the way while she did the uh um while she did the the sunlight mirror puzzle oh, in the God, crypts yeah. down below yeah and i well and i like to be fair my dumbass uh didn't know if the sunbeams were deadly so i <laughs> ran directly into one hmm. yeah i think we've died. all done that at least once <laughs> yeah it was very fun we laughed about it but my cousin was like stand up on that platform over there <laughs> I, i'll I... solve this and so i i think that was the only time as i like looked uh out at the puzzle and was like oh this one needs to reflect over here this one needs to reflect over there but i feel like six has the better co-op puzzles and just like in general you know capcom was able to kind of learn from where five faltered and was able to make it better so that's my personal opinion i think six did it better no not that laser puzzle <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find that laser puzzle that you're talking about because I've done it before. It's just it's um, very simple. It's a very simple yeah, laser it, puzzle. I'll try to find it while a, Leo. It's a sunlight puzzle. Yeah. Um, I think I actually um, burnt Chicho on that one at least once. Oh no, I think he's looking for the one in six. Oh, in six. It's the one okay. in six. Yeah. No, the one in uh, five. Uh, yeah, you said what your lies before. So like puzzle wise, I think I, I'm in agreement with uh, with Liz. It's a uh, six felt better or more fluid with its co-op i think is the better way to phrase it yeah and then um, also like kind of going off from that um the gameplay felt more fluid especially with the like the finisher moves and and being able to like continue shooting from the floor and stuff mm -hmm. yeah. and that action oriented is actually better than five um but five is the fudder of the two at least for me and that's sort of going to be from case to case um, but for myself, five was just, it was really fun to go back to back or be able to like shoot around your partner. If you understood how to, uh, how to, how to do that. And the nice thing about it is like your less powerful weapons can end up becoming really powerful. If you know how to cross aim like that. Um, yeah. well, the, on the same token, having to split and share your inventory got really, uh, frustrating sometimes and to a point where. And this is for those out there who decided to play these games by themselves, single player. That was kind of a chef. Uh, is not exactly the the most upbeat AI that you can work with. You just very quickly learn to not give Sheva any healing items. Yeah, very quickly. Or any yeah, weapon except for the pistol, because that's all she'll use anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but give her a lot of ammo because she will absolutely just toss you some ammo the second you need it. Right. I remember this uh, being a discussion point for, and slight tangent, uh, but for like Halo. Uh, Halo's multiplayer, uh, especially in its co op, wasn't so much multiplayer, but single player with another guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, just another body is there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're. You just carry bullets for me. We'll work on the details later. <laughs> right. So, like, I know that uh, you haven't played the entire game through co-op, Chicho, but uh, what are your thoughts on sixes versus fives? I mean... Co-op. Specifically like, yeah. the co-op function. That's the thing. Like, I don't have much to say as far as co-op goes. I got some other opinions as far as, like, mechanics 
or like the the oh we'll get to way. mechanics and story and other things yeah. later <laughs> yeah but i mean as, i mean as far as co-op goes i you know i just first of all just the thing that they have together is the fact that they have co-op which i actually love yeah i've always loved the idea of like having a partner with you in the survival horror setting now obviously five and six deviate from the survival horror aspect a little bit it's a little more actiony but There's nevertheless not a whole lot of survival or a whole lot of horror <laughs> yeah but nevertheless you still get that hey we're in this together we depend on each other to get through this and that's what i i love that component when it comes to like zombie survival horror yeah. rather than being a lone wolf i love the whole fact of like okay it's we, we are a team we are a unit and we need each other to get through this so yeah uh, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, it it was one of those things that, like, the original games were definitely replayable. The way they were built, they were designed that multiple playthroughs got you multiple rewards. Um, these games did also do that, but it was greatly incentivized by having, you know, the ability to play with another person. And that really, really makes the game infinitely replayable because you've got... I mean, everyone's going to have a different play style, a different preference, so every scenario is going to play out a little bit differently. True. And uh, I think that's actually, a, because of co-op being a major mechanic in the game, it's a good way for us to actually segue into the gameplay mechanics as a whole. Now, you straight up, you started off by saying that you had more opinions regarding the overall mechanics of the game. Uh, is, I take it there's... Uh, you have a strong preference one way or another, Chicho? Uh, yeah, and you know, honestly, maybe mechanics was the wrong word, but, like, uh, um, the the approach that they have for, like, weapons system. I um, feel like you and I might agree on this, but I'd like to hear what you got. Yeah, just, I, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, and I know we're not talking about 4 specifically, but when oh, 4 We'll get to that one in another video. <laughs> yeah. So we all know about the weapon mechanics in 4, about, like, upgrades and whatnot. So I thought that was, like, the direction they were going with all future titles. Obviously, 5 very much simplified that. And then 6, like, e even more so. Like, 5 was like, okay, it's tolerable. No, I don't like it as much as I did in 4. But, hey, you know what? That's fine. It's another direction. It's a new title, whatever. But then 6 just kind of, like, watered that down even further. And I was like, oh, really? Equip the ability. <sighs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. You just... Like I said earlier, you know, they, they deviated from the survival horror aspect, and I feel like the way they the way they handled their weapons management and, like, ammunition and all that, it obviously reflected the fact that, like, this is, like, a run-and-gun type thing. I, not, not quite, but I you get I absolutely hated the, uh, the gun swapping in 6. <laughs> um, I feel like that might be a point of contention for some people, but... Five, I felt, was like the perfect way to handle the weapons in a co-op survival horror game because you had, and it's actually reflected now in seven and eight, where you can map you map them to your items to the D-pad, up, down, left, and right. Mm -hmm. That started with five, and. I thought that was brilliant. I mean, it was such... And it was a simple thing, too. They don't even, like, heavily advertise it. It's like you have a, a block of nine, and A, the directions corresponding in the block, that's your your quick access. And 
it worked really well and it didn't feel cumbersome. In six, yeah. I often found myself flipping through the weapon I wanted, so I just looked like I was on a frickin' Rolodex. <laughs> like, I put in a picture in there for what fives look like, and I actually really liked it. And if I recall, yeah. it's, um, the top is up on your D-pad, and the bottom, uh, center was the, sorry, top center is up, bottom center is down. Yeah, it's just like the there's a way of right how on there. is. Yeah. yeah. And you so could... You click select. Yeah, I mean, it was really simple. And it worked really well. And you could do the same thing with um, your healing items or um, ammunition. And you could just go up to your partner and just, like, click it and you just give it to them. Hmm. And I thought that was a, a great way to just be like, oh, I picked this up and I don't need it. Well, I can quickly maneuver it over, run over to them, and it's like, okay, you have this gun here. And they don't have to do anything. They just they have their ammo now. I also feel like there was sort of... I know I said that it's not very much survival and not very much horror, but I feel like having such a limited inventory did give it a little bit of that survival aspect because yes, yes you're overloaded with ammo but you still only have nine slots so do you take this ammo do you take this gun into the next level with you do you what have some healing items yeah like what do you do what do you bypass what do you decide to keep and so it kind of became another game of like shuffling the inventory yeah it was like a, a nice little mix of you had the attache kind of element here as you can see from, or maybe even not see, depending on how you're experiencing this, uh, from like the inventory system from fours, kind of the group inventory almost here. But um, you've also got the the constrictions that you had out of the original games to a much lesser degree, of course. But you kind of now have... you might want to zoom in in that picture, but I got you four and show you the <laughs> Yeah. See, no, exactly. I'm that guy. I, I it's like, love give me the, the attache case. <laughs> give me the egg and I will throw it at you. That's one of my favorite achievements in five is killing an enemy with an egg, with a rotten egg. I love the attache case so much. And I'm yeah. so glad they brought it back in eight. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a bit of a simp for it, but they, speaking of, they took the best element out of five the weapon swapping and put oh, it yeah. into eight with it. So you've got the best of four with the attache case and the best of five with the weapon, uh, weapon, uh, D pad. So, I mean, it's Capcom's paying attention here. Like they're, they're trying new things with the, with both these titles, they tried new things and they realized what didn't work and what did, uh, the, uh, Rolodex from hell of weaponry did not work. <laughs> so also they threw that away. I do have some, um, I do have two points that are a little bit like, it's more in line with Capcom paying attention than like any specific thing we've been talking about. Um, so, oh gosh, what was the second one? Hang on. So the Rolodex, uh, I'm oh trying God. to find the image of, a ro of the Rolodex weapon. Like, I remember it. Oh, but oh find like a GIF a even, man. I okay. mean, that's just like... <laughs> So, um, it's like a flip book. <laughs> in, uh, oh my god, I keep having it. <laughs> I lose it every time I start. You pick it up and um, drop so, it. Okay, I'm going to pick up the one that I can. Um, so, Capcom, so people got really mad at um, Six because it tried to do, or tried to be too many things. Like, Chris's was more of like the Call of Duty-ish campaign, and um, Leon's was the survival horror, and Jake and Sherry's was whatever theirs was. Um, and discount bin nemesis. 
<laughs> so somebody had had mentioned that the reception for four four is more action oriented like yes there are definitely still some survival elements to it and there's some creepy moments i i hesitate to call it horror personally because i don't think outside of like the regenerators i don't think the game is actually like that scary um i think it's more like suspenseful yes. uh but so four was more on the action side and four like rejuvenated the series it got, got new people in the people like the old fans loved it so they were like okay that worked let's continue with that so then the natural the natural evolution was five which was more action oriented because they like what choice did they have when they went more action oriented so and, and this is kind of like like i think with code veronica like yes a lot of people love code veronica but the formula was getting a little bit stale you know when your gameplay and your mechanics and everything that you have between one, two, three and code Veronica, and then even like to a degree zero, it, they didn't really revolutionize much. They did do, um, I mean, and, and they were changing things along the way, but they were very much staying in the same vein with the, pre the, the previous game. They were playing so relatively with, safe. Yeah, so with 4, they tried something completely new. Um, they did, you know, they took a lot of time, and they came up with something completely new, and they got incredible feedback from it. It brought in new people. It made old, the old fa older fans love it. Like, it was incredible. So in their eyes, the biggest change that they had was making it more action-oriented. So the logical progression is to continue that step so five is more action oriented and less scary and so you know four had enemies dropping ammo well now so does five and four um you know had uh i don't know like i guess <laughs> it's just a little more like qtes and like the suplexing and whatever um and so that's what five has so and five sold well of course at the time it was very controversial um you know people were like you know it's weird because i feel like in hindsight people like five a lot more now than they did <laughs> when it came out i but, kind of agree with you on that <laughs> which is really yeah, weird so well five you know what what else could they take so five it still sold really really well and then after the initial wave of negativity passed people were like you know actually maybe we were too hard on it like this is actually like really fun so what else were they gonna do but continue the trend and like so they took what you know they took what they did with five and they made it better they i mean to a degree <laughs> again it, it, yeah, like, it's all depending on which aspect you're looking at <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I mean, well, weapons, roller decks aside, <laughs> but like, you know, they took, they brought back some fan favorite characters. Mm -hmm. They, um, they took the, the, the shooting mechanics and were like, well, let's, you know, people like being able to move and shoot at the same time. That's, you know, really big in other game series that are out now. So let's include that. And I don't feel like that worked very well, but whatever. Um, but they, you know, and then they, they did pick up and, and made it more like I think that they were listening to like oh we really like the action side but then there were people who were like oh I'd like it if it was a little bit scarier so they tried to do it all at once and it ended up having a bit of an identity crisis but I feel like like they kind of had no 
like listening to the fans this was the logical progression and then it wasn't until six got such backlash that they were like oh well we alienated <laughs> the horror fans um and even the action fans like they they thought it was fine but we're trying to do too much and let's dial that back and they made seven which was a really smart move in my opinion but yes I, I agree. So, I was one of the people who was totally on board for the first person perspective. Um, yeah, and, it says Resident Evil in the title, and I'm like, all right, Capcom, yeah. here's my money. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> shut up and take my money. <laughs> yes, I am fry in that yeah. moment. Uh, all right, I got a question for you guys. Oh, that's yeah. great, man. Okay, I want I want everybody's input. No cheating. Of course, I kind of cheated because I looked, but uh, which one sold more? Oh, of what? Five or six? Yeah, which one do you think sold more? Okay. I'm going to put on. Like, um, overall or opening? I'm going to put my money on... Oh, my gosh. Um, I, are we looking at, like, I, early sales? I don't sales know what the timeline or... is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the timeline is for early sales. So um, I'm going to put my money on five. Uh, I feel like six probably sold better oh so this is the thing though is i don't think five had a demo and six did and no, six had a demo is... <laughs> I, okay. I played the hell six... out of the demo six's yeah, demo was chris's campaign though which a lot of people say oh. is one of the worst campaigns and i know this because i played that demo at san diego comic-con and i remember being mad because it wouldn't let me invert my y-axis okay because so... it was a it was a timed 30 minute demo and so i, I feel like my... five yeah I was so gonna let say, me, I'm gonna let me give you it. some more info <laughs> to see if this like changes your mind at all so um resident evil 5 was announced in summer of 2005 mm -hmm. okay and i i mean i'm sure you guys know like it took freaking forever it didn't come out until the spring of 2009 mm. or wait did i got that right no yeah, that sounds Hold right on. Because yeah, I know it came out in 2009. I remember that much. Remember? Because yeah. I was on spring break at school in Hawaii uh, when that game came out. And my cousin and I spent every day of our spring break playing it. So you are right. It was April, I believe. Yeah. April. Yes. Oh, no. End of March. It yeah, was end it was of March three. 2009. I remember <laughs> yeah, this because I, I, I drove you to Blockbuster in the middle of the night to go pick it up. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, I say that, and then, like, all of a sudden, I was like, wait, that can't be right. I was already an adult then. I was a kid, but nope. <laughs> That's right. No. Yep. So, I'm going to say five. Yeah, I think five probably sold six, better. I, and, but I'm purely basing mine off of the fact that the demo that was released for six was Chris's campaign. <laughs> yeah. Because and you said that, I have as much time to build up hype because six was announced at the beginning of 2012 and then was released later that year. Yeah, oh, it, it released in October of 2012 that's and it was announced true. i believe uh it might have only been announced during e3 honestly i think they were they were pulling it pretty tight so um uh i'll also let you know so before i tell you which one sold better um interesting which one sold worse <laughs> <laughs> what a twist uh they they both have sold better than any other resident evil game thus oh. far Okay. That's crazy. They've, bought, they've sold more copies of five and six than they have Resident Evil Four. Ooh. Ooh. And that's... Resident Evil Seven and the original numbered ones too. 
Wow. And, wow. and uh, <laughs> even I know Resident Evil 2 remake had a like a big hype too, but they've sold more than those two. Of course, it's, of course, the remake hasn't been out as long, but yeah, right. the fact that they beat um, out four though that actually surprises me, seeing as how they yeah. port that to everything. And yeah, then two was ported well, to everything before that. So yeah, yeah. five and yeah. six are on like every. I mean, so is four. Four has been imported like or been ported over like fifteen times, but five and six have also. Four yeah. is on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they did an iOS or yeah, a, they Android super port? did. Well, I'm downloading that when we're done. Uh, okay so yeah resident evil 5 came out on top okay so what's the Uh, what's the the difference i'm curious on that so resident evil 5 13.4 million copies this is lifetime sales then okay yeah yeah resident evil 6 was 11.6 okay so i do remember that um resident evil 6 failed to hit their launch window sales numbers by an aggressive margin Um, i blame the demo uh, so that's a funny thing. It is the demo. Um, there was. <laughs> they should have done Leon's campaign. Yes. If they had demoed mm-hmm. Leon's campaign, would have sold out the roof. Yeah. Um, so People I are remembered such sluts this. for Leon. Oh, I yeah, me too. Uh, um, I remember <laughs> actually. People. I am peoples. I remember uh, reading into this a little bit that um, ultimately what it came down to was the demo that they had put out for. Five was actually a co-op demo of the um, of the um, the executioner section, the early part in Africa, and that um, that yeah, one that's such that, a fun part. Yeah, that sold the game. I promise you. Um, but then the demo for um, six was like basically hated by everyone. They're like, "This is a horrible demo. This is not what we want to see out of this." and I believe Capcom does directly blame that demo for the the sales issues they had because the marketing for six was spot on. The way that they were like showcasing things, um, they were really pushing the horror theming, which uh, five was kind of lacking overall. Right. Even though their marketing campaign was live action fear. Which worked really well. Like the live action, like promotions and everything for, for five were amazing. Like everything about what they did with five's uh, marketing was spot on too. Um, but it didn't deliver the horror element um, in the actual game. You did get the horror theming out of six at least, but um, the the demo just killed it, <laughs> which is really yeah. unfortunate. Which seems I... weird because the demo for four was just like five, the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you think about that. Even like on like kiosk demos, like it, people think that demos really they don't do anything, but they 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 do a lot. They can do an absolute lot, and it's you know thinking about it now, they really can't do anything now because everything that's released is not finished. So, <laughs> do you remember? Sorry, I'm gonna bring up two other demos. Um, the Final Fantasy VIII demo. Yes. That has that has Renoa in the Dalit mission, even though you don't get Renoa. Her name's not even mentioned prior to Dalit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember this because you have her and she has Leviathan as a GF. And, and also if you talk to her because she's not actually in that part of the game when um like in the real game, she's not there. If you tried talking to her, all she said was dot dot dot. 
Ellipses um, for the win. Ellipses. Um, and then I remember this was a huge fiasco. Um, so when Prey 2 came out, there was no demo, and people were like, oh, I, you know, I, I think that it'd be really cool if you released a demo so we can kind of get a gameplay thing. And the guy, one of the producers or... I don't remember exactly, but it was somebody who worked on the project and was pretty high up, um, said something like, so on Steam, if you play a game for less than two hours, um, and within 30 days, you can return it for a full refund. Oh, no. And he was, the guy was like, <laughs> he was like, well, the Steam refund is basically like a demo, so just go do that. And it's like, dude, some people can't shell out 60 bucks. That is you know, not the thing to say. No. Oh, God, I remember that fiasco. Anyway, I just had that to tangent on that. I'm not certain that is like the Blizzard announcement for Diablo. Uh -oh. <laughs> you all have phones, yeah. right? <laughs> I just have phones. Um, I oh, think the God. worst demo I've had to deal with is the Beautiful Joe demo back in the day. Um, because if you had the beautiful Joe demo, there was go, a go, corruption... well, there was a corruption glitch in it where yep. if you had that demo and you had your memory card plugged in, it, it would corrupt your memory thing. card. Yep. No. I the think I had. Yeah, yeah so... it would wipe the memory card. So I actually think I have that demo disc in my closet. <laughs> and I think that's the only Don't reason I kept ever it. use it. <laughs> and that's the thing. You so if it if your memory card is in when you boot the demo disc, is when it actually will corrupt the data on your card. Is if I'm remembering this right? Yeah. Some, it, so it you can put the memory card almost... in later while the disc is running, and you'll be fine. It's just something in the boot sequence just wrecks your card. <laughs> <laughs> that's so horrible. Amazing. Um, yeah. Oh man. So. But yeah, I think the demo did. Uh, mark, the way it sounds like, yeah, the demo is what helped, like, br uh, unsold. I guess is the word. Um, RE six for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I um, remember. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I remember playing that demo at San Diego Comic Con, and I just remember. So, cap because it was a time demo, you get thirty minutes with it, mm -hmm. um, thirty minutes or until you get to the stopping point. Right. Uh, I remember um, they were like, "We want you to play the game, and not be messing around in the settings." But because they wouldn't let me invert my y-axis, which is very difficult for me to play a game if I can't invert my y-axis. Um, I struggled a lot with that demo and I actually left I, I didn't even care about that fight in the demo that was going on because I was so mad at my controller and <laughs> that was actually what turned me off of the demo. <laughs> That's not the reason why it, it. it hurt the sales, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm aware of what of what exactly hurt the sales, but that was why I was frustrated at it. I didn't even get to really experience the demo. Yeah. Because I was running around. I had to just be like, okay, I hope Chris doesn't look up or down because he's gonna he's gonna look further up or further down depending on what's going on. Because I hit the floor. Yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at the floor or at the sky. Man. <laughs> so, but I do remember that demo, and I remember like especially in hindsight, uh, knowing that Chris is. Chris's campaign is one of the ones that people like the least. It's like, yeah, I can see how that hurt the sales of the game. Yeah. 
Um, so I want to take us down the road of, um, it's not going to necessarily be content, but it is content as, as it, odd as that sounds. Um, I think I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good because I don't. Resident Evil 5 was very nicely balanced in terms of its overall content. Whereas six was very bloated and it, as a lot of people say, it didn't know what it wanted to do with itself. I find that six is relatively forgettable. Um, and I think a part of that's because it doesn't actually advance the, the series plot. Hey, I agree. <laughs> um, cause when you, when I... you look at this, you can play five and you get all kinds of stuff that involves like the lore of Spencer, the founding of the progenitor virus and all this stuff. But Ouroboros. <laughs> um complete global complete saturation. global saturation. Um but then you get six where there's a bunch of stuff happening everywhere. We really don't know why or who or what's going on. And hey, what do you know? Black market. And then suddenly I'm flying to China and the big smelly titty monster is going to kill me. Um, Yeah, there's like... You have a lot of character. As in a lot of characters. But you don't get any <laughs> progression to the the plot. You have a lot of set pieces. A lot of big explosive moments of destruction or unique and unique enemies like the thing i liked the most about i think like you hate the simmons you like to bring up simmons and hate on him but i love the fact that he's just a parasite eve monster at the end um where's our parasite eve remake uh it's called the third birthday and no one bought it um <laughs> I, hey i know i, I said where's our parasite eve remake <laughs> also i have a copy too yeah we can hate on it all we want we still own it um I don't. I don't oh. like the third birthday at all. No, uh, no comment. Because I <laughs> haven't played it. I think the gameplay is oh. probably fine, but the story I know is garbage. Um, hey, there you go. Perfect. That's yeah. actually the best way to put it. Anyway, back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so six, they added some new characters. Um, I was like, they have some decent depth. They have some decent back growth on the characters that you're playing. But the greater overarching everything there is nothing on unlike I, five <laughs> yes you get a lot of really good background um like you had said about like spencer and the progenitor virus and like yeah like you get a lot of really good like background on the lore story building. you get lore building lore building yeah but um like it's almost like six tried to be like a character piece yeah. in a series that doesn't really do character pieces. <laughs> um, and I, um, my gosh, I swear I'm just losing every train of thought that I have today. Um, I, we might have to come back to me because I was going to go somewhere by reiterating what you said. And then I, oh, it was just mostly about like, like Chris's amnesia and being an alcoholic. Like, None of that went anywhere. And Noth it's, it's thrown further out the window with uh, Vendetta because him and Leon have a total personality flip in that movie. See, like, I feel like... 
it, that's why I say it doesn't make sense because like yeah. you have you have alcoholic angry Chris in Resident Evil Six and upbeat I'm gonna do the duty Leon in Six and then you have the direct sequel to Six which is Resident Evil Vendetta the movie and then you have Chris of Duty and Drunken Leon it's like okay hold on why are you guys flip flopped here like and it makes I feel it, like <laughs> it's a more logical progression for Leon's character because... I will agree with that. Like, Chris... Yeah, they have... I mean, they both have gone through a lot of shit, but, like, part of it is that Chris chose to stay um, in the bioterrorism game. Like, he tried... He was the one that was like, I'm gonna take down Umbrella. I'm gonna find... Found the BSAA with my best friend, Jill. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep trying. Anywhere that I need to be, I will be there. After the events of 2, Leon was essentially forced to work for the government. Oh, yeah, he was they kidnapped. Held Sherry... yeah, <laughs> he he was was, like, kidnapped. kidnapped. They held Sherry... He was just kidnapped. They held Sherry <laughs> ransom, essentially, and were and even then, they held her captive, too. They kidnapped her, um, but they made Leon work for them. So Leon, all of his, like, sarcasm and all of his jokes and all of him, like, kind of just, like... Him being a wise-ass is kind of him... It's kind of like the only way he can fight back against what he's been forced to do. Like, even the way, like, you obviously know he respects Tunnigan, but, like, even the shit he says to her about the job, she's like, Leon, could you just do this? And he's, like, just wise-ass, just absolutely just, like, I don't know. He's not allowed to get out of the game unless he dies. And just, no, picture... (laughs) Hey Leon, can we just get through this? I need, I get doing this. That's exactly what you sound like. I just want to Yeah, it, it My does. Name's Leon, and I blah blah blah. And yeah, it, it, just it like... makes a heck of a lot more sense too when you consider the fact that in the backstory for Chris in the first game, he had military experience. Yes, he was so, in. I think the Air Force, right? Yes, he was discharged yeah. because he disliked the uh, nasty comments said by a superior officer. <laughs> Chris, grow some th- thicker skin, Chris. Um, I think it, I think he disobeyed orders because he they were against a moral code or something. Is what the actual official backstory is. So him and Billy have more in common than. Yeah, well, well, Billy's the smartest man out there. He got the fuck out. Uh... Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like honestly, sixes like Chris being an alcoholic should absolutely have gone to Leon because it makes more sense to him in his character even, for sure yeah even this many years in the future like when vendetta takes place i don't even i'm pretty sure he is still a government agent like i don't think yeah. he can get out so yeah he that's that's the argument is yeah he's like i'm on vacation right now kind of thing and uh chris drinking is like, away I in colorado yeah and chris is like i don't like that answer <laughs> yeah but i think you, you've you've hit the nail on the head on this one Five was designed uh, similar to the original games, which RE has been about. It's mystery. Yeah. What's going on in there? What's happening? Like, oh, for a second, uh, I thought you were talking about like the gameplay, and I was like, I thought we disproved that though. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Five's whole story element is about the world you can't see, whereas six is all about only what you can see. Mm-hmm. Well, six is well, it's designed more after thinking about it. Yeah, uh, six is designed like a character piece. The storyline for Resident Evil doesn't work well if it's entirely on a character piece. Yeah. You're not in the game to find out how 
Leon's doing with his relationship troubles. You're in the game because Leon's a, a an officer who's got to deal with the the bioweapon terrorism that's happening. And yeah. he's just sort of caught into it. Um, you're not here to find out about Chris's um, uh, uh, mental struggles on it. That's just sort of a backdrop. But you are in here to find out Chris's struggle against uh, the Umbrella Corporation, where he's basically a guy trying to go up, a, well, a, a one-man army against a, a corporation and see how far he can get. Yeah, almost like the faceless uh, evil. Yeah. I do, like, I think that they have done really well, with the exception of, like, Six, at giving us very enjoyable and likable characters along the way. Um, That's a good mod. And, like, I am... Um, like, you know, I am invested in, you know, what Leon, like, who he keeps in touch with. And every time he mentions Claire, I'm like, ah! you know, <laughs> or like in Code Veronica, when Claire mentioned, like, it's emailing Leon so that, you know, to get, an, uh, get in touch a message with my brother. to Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Whenever you that's... hear about that little email, I'm like, yay! Yeah, yeah. I like, I like that stuff. And like, I, I appreciated like Sheva's personal struggle in um what happened what was going on in africa and you know those things you know as they happen like i am invested in those but i'm not solely invested in those i want to know about the new strains of viruses i want to know about the fight against umbrella and tricell and all the other one will pharma and all the ones that umbrella has bought out or you know that is that umbrella is secretly mm. working for or whatever like i am invested in that and i think without spoiling it um i think eight actually does a phenomenal job at like adding to that yeah that's all that's um, all i'm gonna say <laughs> i i think there's there's a lot of interesting elements that are going to be taking place in the future of these games um oh yeah <laughs> now let's see here where do we want to go from here on this for six so we've five. touched on the character development uh, the, the character designs for it. We've touched on the mechanics um, mm -hmm. briefly. I think we can go back to with the rest of the mechanics for that. Um, and we've touched on their uh, on the new on the co-op and how they designed them differently. I think one thing we kind of want to touch on is uh, I want to say atmosphere, but I think that's not the best word i don't feel like any of the, like either of them have really good atmosphere yeah i think that i think they do what needs to be done uh i think five does what needs to be done because it is still engaging and it is interesting mm. but the atmosphere fits what story they're telling and yes yeah, so the think... gameplay um pushes so you know like yeah it's not very scary but i also have i'm i'm i never have an ammo shortage mm -hmm. and like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like it fits. <laughs> yeah. So I think we should uh, just uh, approach the elephant in the room on this one and talk about the story of how five and six work. Six has a story? Yeah, you see that. <laughs> uh, it has, uh, supposedly it has four. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I literally have not played six since 2012. I don't remember anything about it. Um, I have played it since 2012, and I can tell you that that's kind of why I brought up the point about ex uh, continuing the plot, because there there is no continuation. Like, it's literally like this is just an event that occurred, and during this event that occurred, here's what these four characters were doing. It, it does not at any point 
ever direct you really to a central story or plot. It's like, oh, Simmons wanted to to get control of this, and blah, 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 blah. So, okay, it's all Simmons, but, like, why Simmons? Oh, he had a family ring. Okay, well, what's the relevance to this? Like, he, <laughs> if they don't actually give you any relevant, relevance to a, a cohesive growth of plot. Um, yeah. Like, each campaign is just, you know, one person wants wants power. This is what's happening here. That's what it is. Is It's like, Simmons wants power. Okay, we gotta stop Simmons. And uh, you go on with Chris's story. Well, what's what's Chris's story? It's like, I barely remember these things, and I've played it more recently. It's like, Chris, oh, he just wants to f- find out amnesia. And then you've got... Um, Jake Sherry. and Sherry. Yeah, uh, Jake and Sherry. Jake is... Like, I'm a mercenary, and Sherry was sent to find me. It's like, okay, why was she sent to find you? Why is China, like, holding you captive? Like, they do not explain this stuff. It's just like, things happen. You're son. Oh, no. Yeah, like, things happen, and they don't tell you what or why. It's just they happen. And in 5, you have the knowledge beforehand, and it builds in, and you get that proper, um, like three acts whereas with the every story honestly in in six every single one of them they all start in act two so like you never get that build you never get that um learning of what's happening and understanding like the beginning of six is like oh i've shot the president it's like okay how did you get to that point leon (laughs) and it's not like they do it pretty well, like a lot of games. It most a lot of games in their design will do immediate res, so like in the middle. So that you start in the middle, you work your way backwards to explain what happened when you got to that point. Yeah, it's you just they push you forward through it. <laughs> and they're like, you start here at Act Two in the middle. Oh, you shot the president. All right. Well, you know, let's move on from here. That's not that important. You just. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, sometimes uh, really good. Like you can get really good res, uh, revelations based on like showcasing what happened at the beginning but starting you in the middle and if done well that can work yeah mm-hmm. kill bill <laughs> that hades does a really good job of that you start and that's part of its gameplay and design but for our resident evil 6 i don't know what i'm starting it it feels less like um you're part of the middle of a plot and your work eric is exploring it more like you just picked up this. Uh, your friend made you give you gave you a game and a save file. You have to start from their save file. That, that's kind of yeah how it feels. Um, what? How? How did I get here? Um, yeah, you just keep. Uh, you know, forget. It. I already played the first thirty, the first uh, uh, half of the game. You can just finish the rest. Oh, but you can't restart my data. Just keep going from there. That's why it felt kind of weird. Like you're playing half half of a game from the middle uh, with no context. Yeah. So no Wikipedia. Yeah, RE6 is like you went to a film festival and you just caught like these four little projects that are like, okay, (laughs) that's the thing. Yeah, and they're they're all here. I don't I don't know what they are, but they're here. (laughs) (laughs) I watched them. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're great, but yeah, like okay, well, how about a feature length movie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, no, I don't don't get it. Was the flower in that film supposed to be the? The harshness of man, or is it something about the environment? Uh, I think the flower was just a flower. <laughs> see, no, you didn't see it. The seed underneath. 
Yeah. We're, what? Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's where we're at with that. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess at this point, my the breakdown is like, what do we feel was the superior game, and why do we think that they faltered with the other one in comparison? Like, I I um, feel that five overall is a overall better game but i feel that six has a couple and i mean a small couple things i think they did better but can i tell you what five and six both did really really well yes please do uh hang on I gotta. I gotta think you have a weird first. tangent on six. Oh, and this is more from an individual character <clears throat> point versus it. <laughs> so, like, uh, five, Sheva and Chris, for the most part, do about the same thing. You pick and choose how you go. In six, I don't know why Jake was given the ability to have a hand to hand combat and no one else did. <laughs> That's true, huh? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, everyone um, else has to fight their way there. Oh, except for you, Jake. You can just punch your way across this whole place. You're good. It, I think it was more of an homage to Wesker. Ah, that was a terrible homage. It was bad. Given, I would have taken sunglasses as an homage. <laughs> than that. Nobody said it was good, Leo. You must, you must not have beaten the. You must not have beaten his campaign then, because he got the sunglasses at the end. Oh, I know he got the sunglasses. I meant from day one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's what Resident Evil Five and Six. Both did really, really well. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Chris's oh, alternate costume. Chris alternate costume. <laughs> you know what? I I will say that. So that's you know what this. I'm gonna actually kind of go in on this, um, because I think that five did that better. And I, no, I agree. I just really like Chris's yeah. cool tattoo. Although he is like one stiff breeze away from exposing himself to the world yeah. in that kimono. Uh, I but think... you want to know what the best alternate Chris Redfield costume is? Uh, RE1 Chris? Or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sailor Chris. <laughs> yeah. I actually have mods that put Carlos in the three remake and Leon in the two remake in that outfit. Of course. That's a classy outfit. Love it. Um, I think that the extra content across the board is strong in both, but I feel that five does it better because it's all integrated into the single player and it affects the cutscenes. I feel, Oh, you know what? That is where it did better than four because I get, I am pulled right out of the immersion when Leo's, Leon's in the mafia costume, and then, <laughs> and then in the cutscenes, he's back in his regular outfit. Like so, I didn't do that. I can tell you why it does that on the PS2. Probably because it's um, pre-rendered uh, FMV. It is rendered FMV, and yeah. in the GameCube version, it is real time. So if you're playing on the GameCube and you have the RPD outfit on Leon, that's in the cutscenes. Oh, neat. Yeah, I know that they did have to, like, kind of compress some things for the PS2 release, but I had a PS2 and not a GameCube at the time, so yeah. that's what I got it on. It's totally understandable. Um, yes. Uh, also, I feel like... I So I didn't play a whole lot of, the, of it in 6, but the Mercenaries in 5... Was solid. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Like, like just incredible. 
at, at one point in the multiplayer versus mode, uh, at one point I was ranked 49th on one of the maps. Nice. Yeah, for online ranking. Really? Yeah, wow. I was I was very proud of that, and I lost it very quickly. I'm sure, but um, I was I would play as Stars Wesker, and I like exclusively played as him, and this might have something to do with the fact that this is around that same time, Chicho, that uh, we had done that fan film. Mm-hmm. So I was riding high on Wesker vibes. Um, <laughs> Were you a Wesker simp? Uh. I were yeah, you a right. Wesker apologist? No, um, I so I played him in our um, in the fan film that Chicho and I uh, made <laughs> around the same time. I played Wesker, he played Chris. <clears throat> so when they had Stars Wesker as a playable character in the versus multiplayer, I was all over that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I, okay, so funny thing. Uh, so yeah, Brandon and I, well, Brandon did like ninety nine percent of the work. I just showed up and did my lines. But um, when we did our Resident Evil fan film thing, he had his Wesker outfit and it was like freaking good. It, he he put together a real nice Wesker outfit. Anyway, so he like reenacted the mercenary scenes. I mean, like, didn't you have Nick hold you down or like? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we did a couple of uh, skits while we were in these outfits, too. Because um, you were actually, uh, you and Carissa were both in at least one or two of them when we were at the uh, the recreation center when we rented that space for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, we, uh, the co-op and uh, online versus stuff, yeah, Nick was holding me. And I like did the lines for where if you're grappled in the mercenary or in the multiplayer mode, uh, I I delivered one of the lines that Wesker would do. Then uh, freaking Chicho dresses Chris went up and slapped him, and he let me go. And then I, because uh, I would always do the oh press circle, and then you you do the automated response for your co-op partner. So I was just reciting those lines. It's like it was in your best interest to assist me was like his big line whenever someone uh would save him he would just be like yeah no you you needed to do that you didn't want to but you had to <laughs> your I'm assistance just is required there. your assistance <laughs> is required yeah dc <laughs> douglas dc douglas did good deliveries on that game oh man but yeah um i that was one of the the things about uh 5 that i really enjoyed doing was going through in all those different alternate costumes um, and I was really upset with Six when I found out that all those extra costumes, like Pirate Leon, which was dope as hell, mm, mercenaries only. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's actually in, like the the Pirate costumes Jill, in five. <laughs> the 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 costumes in five also, for at least me, they've inspired like challenge runs. Because all of those costumes have specific loadouts in mercenaries mode. So, like, oh, Uh-oh. you can do a um, mercenaries loadout run of five. You've unlocked all the weapons. Now all you can do is use whatever they have in their inventory starting. Like, oh, you want to play as Tribal Sheva? Cool. Well, you can't mix herbs. You can only use green herbs and your bow and arrow. It's like, oh, okay. 
Well, oh, you're going to be Safari Chris? Cool. You get the second shotgun, the third pistol, and incendiary grenades, and first aid spray. Those are the only things you can use. It's like, okay. I love Safari Chris so much. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> but, like, it's stuff like that. It's like, it encourages a little bit yeah. more of um, challenge to yourself as you play because you can. Well, and uh, at well, least for me, strategy. that was. But yeah, and then you've got the. But then you, you don't have Sailor Chris. Popeye Chris. <sighs> Sailor Chris is the best. So, um. What was everyone's preferred title here? Five. Straight up five, all right. Five, uh, hands down. Straight up five. <laughs> like, I I stand by that I don't think six is as bad as everyone. It's not, like, the worst game to exist. It's probably the worst Resident Evil game to exist. And even then, like, there are other games that are less playable. Like, yeah, there are other games in the series that are less playable. I think six is, if nothing else, fun. Yeah. Of the if numbered ignore... series, I'd say it's the weakest, though. Yes. Of the numbered ones, I would say it's the weakest. But if you are just, like, if it's the only game that you have, you're at least going to be in for a fun time. Like, And there's a lot of it to it's... have. Yeah. And there's, like, it, it's a it's a nice lengthy title. It's fun. Just don't go into it expecting a lot. Like, content or like like character or plot wise because a lot of the character stuff doesn't even like to make sense i stand by six is not as horrible as a lot of people make it out to be but it is far from the best yeah if you've taken all any of the resident evil games in total whoo that six has made itself a couple of ways up there uh in comparison to other ones cough outbreak cough yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I think from what I've heard, Outbreak is people love Outbreak. I, I actually really enjoyed it. See, yeah. I enjoyed it to a point until I ended up having to play the same exact level 16 times because nobody else wanted to play a different level. Yeah, they were hard. Hey, that sounds like that sounds like me and Left 4 Dead. <laughs> I play <laughs> the apartments level all the time. Because it's a great level. <laughs> it is a great yeah. level. Um, so I, uh, that's obvious consensus. We all, we all believe that 5 was the superior title now yes the the next question is uh we'll just go down the list so it's going to be alphabetical starting with uh leo what do you think hurt um everyone's perception the most like what do you think was the the part that made six such a letdown for for people do i want the fan side of me or do i want the the log the logistical game design side of me Pick yes one. both Okay, so fan side, not having Chris and Leon in the same campaign. Uh, I mean, they, they do okay. overlap. They right. do overlap. No, they overlap for five seconds. Chris, hey, you're Chris. Hey, you're Leon. And we move on to the rest of our game. Valid point. <laughs> no, just have them both in the same campaign. No, you can only play Chris in one campaign and Leon in a completely separate campaign. Um, The... But I think for a gameplay mechanic-wise, probably the most frustrating part of it is the fact that there was no consistency to it. Leon's campaign ended up being um, a traditional survival horror, but when you have to fight the same boss 17 times in a row, it got old fast. So too repetitive, um, you feel. For that one. And then all the other ones are just Jake and Sherry got 
Jake and Sherry things going on. Um, Sherry, apparently in the cutscene, is where it can self-regenerate, but I've seen her go down 16 times when, uh, when the enemies attack. Where's that regeneration? Jake can punch his way across America. There's just no no consistency with these characters as they as you went and but you had like at least seven of them that you could play through the game with yes that's great if i rebut something really quick um yeah. so regenerative powers in a video game have to have some sort of caveat because otherwise why would i play the game um like I, I and I I recognize that even though the 2008 Prince of Persia is one of my favorite games and you cannot die in it, I recognize that that is one of the reasons people didn't like it. So that aside, um, <laughs> if if the character is going to have regenerative abilities, I think you have to keep in mind the idea that that there is um, a certain amount of damage that they can take that will eventually be too much even for them oh yeah no i understand that it's um sort just, of the uh yeah. but my point was like the inconsistency of it like, instead of full like jake got something okay. special but like gameplay wise but she did not mm -hmm. like or, why why wasn't there like oh instead of like oh he gets a bunch of really unique melee moves why doesn't she just get like a dedicated stationary heal or something. or something special for it, like all the other, or like the other more, six, more health or regenerating health or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something to separate them apart. If one person gets something special, why not give everyone else something special? Yeah. Doesn't have to be the same thing. Just that, um, checks and balances. Because I checks and balances. Like I played it in the order from top to bottom. So when I got to Jake and realized I never needed to get ammo, that was like. All right, that's a whole new thing. Cause I believe the punch does almost as much damage as like three shots from your pistol. It does a pretty good amount of hit uh, hit for 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 that. Um, and I know it did way more damage than say than the knife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and each of those stages. But that's probably my big thing is there's no consistency against any of them. And um, they all just felt wrong. Dirty. <laughs> um, but that's mine. All right. Uh, well, for me, I think the biggest uh, shock to the fans was um, just the simple lack of focus. Like, much like what Leo said, you know, there's no consistency. And it's because there was no focus. They wanted to make four different games, and they made it all into one and it was too big there was new elements for every character in every campaign and there there's just too much there for like i understand everyone wants content you need to get your bang for your buck makes sense but there was just way too much here and there was nobody actually guiding the single line it feels like each thing was its own like it should not have been put together and I think the lack of cohesion and the lack of a common goal and the lack of actual plot progression and lore building ultimately made this game fall flat in comparison to its predecessor, which did have lore building, did have some character growth and progression, though not nearly as much as they pushed into 6. Um, wasn't as long, but was 
at least for the campaign, more replayable. And I think the uh, the radical shift from what they had in 5 to Michael Bay set piece the video game <laughs> um, is what really turned a lot of people off. And it unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, directed Capcom to uh, go back to the horror element with 7. So... Yeah, the shock was just there was no focus. That's my thoughts on it. How about you, Chicho? Yeah, I'd say that, um, you know, spinning it in a positive light, maybe the fact that it departed so much from, like, the original uh, games, like the atmosphere, the survival horror aspect of it, Capcom reached a turning point where like, hey, why can't we compliment the the fact that, you know, these consoles can push a lot of power compared to, like, the PS1? We can update the game, but we can still honor that survival horror aspect. And so we got, what, RE2 remake and RE3 and all that. Ooh, so, yes. like, because oh. Resident Evil 6, really, I think what happened there is, at least, I, I'm in one particular camp. I'm, I'm much more uh, a fan of, like, the survival horror aspect, right? So it's like RE4 changed the game a little bit, and then RE5 pushed it a little further, but I still think you had your core audience that was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like, even though I want more of the challenge from, like, RE1 through 3, like, I'm okay with this. But, like, RE6 just seemed to depart so much further, and I think that in tandem with all the other issues that you guys already brought up about, like, the inconsistency, like, the different scenarios, how it just kind of felt not coherent, um, it's that just added fuel to the fire, so to speak. All right. How about you, Mrs. Zombie Hand? I feel like you guys kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, it it was a lot of the um, the lack of cohesion between um, uh, between the campaigns and it being. Yeah, like we had talked about a character piece in a series that has been um, a like a lore piece instead with like character things along the way. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I think that's the the to a degree, <laughs> the better gameplay mechanics. Um, and I say it's to a degree that they're better because <laughs> it's there are some that we discussed aren't. Um I just feel like that couldn't do enough for it. Um, which I I appreciate because it really did tell Capcom that they needed to dial things in a different direction. And we have seven and now eight, which are phenomenal. And um, even the remakes. And the remakes, which um, two notes, uh, one about the remakes and one about six. Um, so six, actually something that wasn't brought up um, but in line with inconsistencies is that even between the campaigns, um, the inventory screens and the way you switch weapons and such different between all of them. So it's like, That's true. you get used to one and then you have to get used to another and then another and then another. Ugh. So that, and then another, <laughs> cause the but fourth one, yeah. and then also so also before I go off on the remake one, um, 
it should have been Ada and Hunk. Like, let's be real. It shouldn't have been Ada and Soldier. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, Leo had mentioned something about, or somebody had mentioned something about um, not being able to knife enemies or something like that, or like the knife doesn't do as much damage. Um, so I have learned because I love watching speed runs. Um, so in Resident Evil 2, actually yep. the yep. most most damage per second uh, weapon is the knife, but literally because the knife does damage based on frame rate yep. rather than like swipe. So um, so in the speedrunning community, they there they had to come to a consensus to say um, like if you're gonna speed run Resident Evil 2 on PC you have to lock your frame rate at 40 FPS or 80 FPS or something like that um, to keep it an even playing field for everyone because otherwise people that do you know they attack William Birkin at 40 FPS are gonna obviously require more hits than somebody playing at a 120 frames per second oh, yeah because yeah. it's That's... all based on on so frames the damage, yeah the damage is by frame <laughs> so if you're running it uncapped on a super pc getting 120 frames you're gonna literally rock the house with that knife but if yeah. you're running on a base ps4 you're getting 30 frames and you're gonna have to keep swiping <laughs> yeah and i thought that that was a very interesting uh, thing that I learned from a speedrunner. So there's actually, I mean, generally there's different categories based on what console you're playing on, but it was even more important for the Resident Evil 2 remake because of the knife. Truth. And anyway, that's it. That Those were my thoughts and my feelings. All right. I believe someone once described it as in Resident Evil 5, you have a fairly long, but at least one game. In RE6, you have one tenth of a game for per scenario, so like six, like sixty percent of a game. Yeah, you know that's 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 fair. I mean, like I was saying, it feels like you start in the middle, you start in Act Two, and you never get that first act, and you go straight into Act Three. So it's unfortunate, but I mean, were it not for that game, we wouldn't have gotten the more recent ones that I think we can all agree are absolutely phenomenal. Oh, so Agreed. good, very much so. <laughs> Seven is scary. Right. Like, in my opinion, I think Seven is the scariest one in the whole series. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, Ashley. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Don't forget that you can check out a videocast version at youtube.com forward slash yield tomato. You'll also find links in the description there for all of our speakers here, with the exception of Yield Man. Hopefully you'll join us again for more of the magic that we all enjoy on the screen. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.